Hello, tennis fans, and welcome to another edition of the On Tennis Podcast, presented by Merchant of Tennis. Today, we are once again joined by Nikki Carnavale and Rachel Gould, founders of Inspire Through Sport. Inspire Through Sport is an organization designed to provide programs, courses, resources, and hands-on experience to foster inspirational leadership development for girls and women. So happy to have Nikki Carnavale and Rachel Gould back with us um, from Inspire Through Sport. Um, welcome, and uh, look forward to finding out more about your organization. Thank you so much for having us, Pete. We're just uh, thrilled to be back. Yes, so much has evolved over the past year, so we're excited to have the opportunity to come on to the Ontario podcast and tell you guys what we've been up to. Excellent. So why don't we start, um, Rachel, why don't we start just give our listeners a little bit of background on Inspire Through Sport. Yeah, so our main mission is to develop female leaders through coaching tennis. You know, we see tennis as such a great platform to be able to do that, and uh, we've really um, seen on the ground through our experiences as well as what we're able to do through our organization now to kind of um, tackle that mission. And our vision is overall to increase the engagement of females in tennis. Okay, and Nikki, so part of the reason I think you're both uh, interested in that is you both have a, a strong tennis background of your own and and I guess you had mentors of your own that were instrumental in your success today can you talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely I mean given the lack of female coaches in the industry it's rare that you come across somebody who can really play an integral role in your development as a player so I was always super lucky um, my first coach was actually female so it was just such a nice um, introduction to the sport for me and even my male coach I had throughout my uh, playing career was always big on having the older girls mentor me and arranging hits with us and it really um, after a lot of reflecting and a lot of thinking about okay how did I have such a love from sport for my entire time playing the sport it really showed me that having those mentors um, was so important to just make me want to keep going to practice showed me the opportunity that the sport could possibly bring and show me the pathway that I would have to follow just by leading by example probably. So um, as a longtime tennis person myself, uh, I, I already think tennis is one of the most inclusive sports for females. I mean, the, the retention rate for women and girls and women as they get older is really good, but it's certainly not what it is for boys and men. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, women dropping off the sport and how your organization is geared to try to keep them in the sport, not just as players, but perhaps as professionals, uh, you know, career-oriented stuff. Rach? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's been the big motivation behind what we're doing. Um, you know, we're very thankful that it is uh, an, an opportunity with tennis. As you mentioned, there there are definitely more females involved and more opportunity for females. Um, however, there is still, you know, some staggering numbers that are pretty relevant to other sports where, you know, one in three females drop out um, while they're a teenager versus one in ten boys. So, you know, those kind of numbers, when you start to look a little closer, um, you know, in terms of especially from a coaching background and, and those female mentors that you have as you get to higher levels and, and those in leadership positions, uh, that's definitely where, you know, we see there's an opportunity to, to help provide um, programming and a network and try to really kind of um, work with the great environment that we have through tennis, um, but really try to make an impact on those numbers long term. Yeah, it seems that um, in a lot of sports, ma male players 
automatically see themselves as they get older as a candidate for to be a coach or or something like that uh, and i think one of the things that you want to do is is make girls and women understand that they should also look at it that way not just as a pastime but if they have such passion for the sport why not make a career out of it um so to that end what just give me some details on how you do that through inspire through sports some of the programs you have nikki why don't you give it a shout yeah so our main goal that we developed our initial program it's called the inspire mentorship program and it's highlighting our first goal, which is to increase the retention rate of teenage girls in tennis. So in this program, we have girls from ages 14 to 17, uh, which is the main dropout rate for girls in the sport. So we really want to get them at that age because at the teenage years, so many other things uh, come into play where they're now competing. Um, tennis is competing with their personal life. Tennis is competing with their studies. There's so many things that... Um, tennis is competing against, how can we make them want to stay in it? And through this program, we wish to show them the opportunities that tennis can have, whether they want to be a coach or not. We're not here to push that on them, but it's just to show them the skills that they can develop through our program, which is what we really want to to demonstrate. And if they are interested in a career in the sport, to show them the different pathways. And I know a big one is women obviously have kids, and that is super challenging to be on court from 4.30 to 8.30 when you have to pick up your kids from school or go home. But being on court isn't the only capacity that you can be involved in tennis. And there's so many other areas, whether it's coaching education, whether it's more on the administrative side, uh, different areas that um, you can be involved in and still stay involved with your sport and just showing them the different pathways that, that are available. Yeah, and Rachel, why don't we pick up on that? I, I think um, the first in the first inclination for, a, say, a female tennis player is, I want to be a coach. Um, Nikki just mentioned there's administrative roles. What, what, what's the situation with tennis in Canada right now as far as advancement of women, say, on on the, you know, the business side of it? Um, I mean, tennis is a relatively small sport compared to others, but um, just give us a sort of uh, background on what you think it looks like right now and where you think it should go. Yes, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think... Um We've been seeing there be a lot of growth in that area. You know, there's many um, females in leadership positions from board level to uh, management to different aspects of tournament directors and everything now, which is which is great to see that happen more and more. Um, however, there's definitely, you know, a long way to go and um, to be able to just at least provide the awareness of what's out there. I mean, that's the one benefit we have with tennis is there are opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities, which is great um, compared to some other sports. It's hard to have that kind of consistency to have a career um, there is you know a large-scale international sport that you can be involved in and so you can have many different facets of it you know I've had the luxury and the opportunity to be able to experiment and work in all different areas from community to club to performance and you know it just through all of that I've learned so much from all those different areas and I just there's just so many things you can be involved in which is great yeah and you know one, one thing that strikes me about that is that um, at the professional level, of course, tennis athletes, uh, female athletes are amongst the highest profile athletes in the world. You know, even if you look back when Mar Maria Sharapova was playing and obviously Serena and here in Canada, Bianca. Um, do you think that in itself helps um, women see themselves as, you know, potentially to be a part of this game? 
Definitely, definitely. I mean, that's what it's all about, that inspiration, right? Kind of behind our name a little bit as we hope, you know, hope everyone can inspire, you know, not just us with involved in the company, but seeing everyone that is involved and how big the sport is getting, you know, having big names like Bianca and everyone that's involved. And again, being such an international sport, it really puts everything kind of in the forefront. And um, definitely, I can see that there's more interest. We're very lucky. Tennis is a growing sport in Canada. There's, you know, just a lot of excitement around it right now and so we we hope to kind of be able to share that with that excitement with that growth there's also so many more opportunities and um, we want to provide that network to be able to kind of build that together. Nikki um, we should talk a little bit about your partnership with the Ontario Tennis Association you're actually in the midst of um, delivering a program called Passages which was um, uh, thanks to the grant, a grant from the Trillium, Ontario Trillium Foundation is uh, is going full steam now, right now. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on with that particular program and 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 how that might lead to some other programs down the road. Yeah, so uh, we were lucky enough to have the opportunity to work with the Ontario Tennis Association, thanks to Trillium, and we put together a program called Passages. So Inspire Through Sport is helping deliver that, and this program is essentially for uh, women and girls of all ages, which is a unique part of our organization. And similarly to our program, we have mentorship aspects and we have the coaching education stream as well. So we are taking them through the instructor course and um, they also receive tons of other opportunities like getting their first aid, um, an apprenticeship piece that they have the opportunity to actually work at summer clubs this year and also ongoing personal mentorship throughout the duration of the year. So it's been a pretty successful program so far. Uh, We're still in the midst of it right now and there's also an officiating piece as well. Um, So we have many different coaches involved as well. It's myself, Rachel. We have Lee Bradwell who plays a big role in that. Um, We have Allison Diaz as the leading officiator for this program as well. And we have a few other coaches who are helping us along the way. And um, tell me a little bit about the the women that and girls that are enrolled in it right now. What's what's their background been? Uh, it's probably diverse, I'm thinking. But you know, and how have they bonded with each other? And do they feel like sort of empowered by what's happened with them so far? Yes, we uh, definitely could see a big difference even from the first session we had online because um, we've worked, you know, with our programs in the past. Is It's all teenagers, and so there's a little bit of a period where you have to kind of get comfortable, get to know each other, and kind of build from there. But right from the beginning, because we had such a range of experiences, it was such dynamic conversations. You would hear everyone sharing their stories. Um, you have, you know, teenagers and those that are wanting you know their first time job but then you have now um, females that are starting their coaching career and their interest in it you know going that some of them are already certified as instructors um, we have one individual who's a CP1 certified uh, coach and then we had other um, females and women that are now had different careers and they're you know really passionate about tennis and just wanting to change that path get more involved and and so they're looking at changing their career and so it's just a really interesting environment, you're learning from each other, you're hearing stories. Um, we have another one who's a, a teacher, been a phys ed teacher throughout um, her entire you know, career, and so it's being able to bring those skills now to tennis, and, and we learn from each other, which is the fun part. It's funny you should mention teachers, because um, this week at 
the National Bank Open, the OTA had a presence there, and a teacher dropped in, a phys ed teacher, and said, you know, I'm going to retire soon, and I'm, I'm looking for something to do. I love tennis. And I said to her, well, the perfect role for you is to become an official. We've had a number of teachers and principals over the years who were who went into the officiating stream. And of course, particularly with juniors, they are very adept at handling <laughs> on-court <Yes>. crises <laughs> and that sort of thing. So it's actually interesting how some of the stuff from their past can dovetail into you know a future in tennis. So oh, I, I thought that was... So I think she's going to take the course, but uh, we, we do need some officials, so hopefully we can expand <laughs> yeah. on that. That's Shout what we really like. Officials, I know. If you're interested. <laughs> Thanks for that plug. Good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Talk to the OTA. We can enroll you or through Inspire through sports. Yes. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about some of the future growth ideas that you have, like beyond, obviously, in this um, OTA partnership with Trillium uh, is a seed component, and there's uh, opportunity for growth there. To, um, but what about some of the other programs as well that you're, that you're looking at in the next year or so? Yeah, so thanks to Mary France at Tennis Canada, uh, she and uh, Tennis Canada have given us uh, a really great opportunity to expand our Inspire Mentorship program nationwide. Tennis Canada is backing our program and we will now have the capacity to deliver it in each province. So we're actually going to be expanding our Inspire Mentorship program to Ontario this October, which is very exciting. And essentially that program, it's a 10-month program. There's online mentorship. Uh, you have the opportunity to get instructor course certified, which is your level one certification as a coach through Tennis Canada and there's ongoing individual mentorship and a little business project too so to get them get their hands a little bit dirty and really start to put some of the learnings to action so we'll help them along that process when we piloted this program in Tennis BC one of the girls in the program actually took initiative to start a nonprofit through through the skills she learned only and 15 I think yeah <laughs> only 15 years old so it's really awesome to see uh, what just an inspiring bunch of girls and women can do so that's kind of step one um, looking to expand nationwide with this program but then once that's sort of um, consolidated to really take it to the next level and have something for all ages and have something where uh, we can provide training for women who are interested in tennis as a career. How do you get those skills? How should you interview? Who do you need to talk to? What are the different pathways? Really digging deep into those things and then eventually com completing that age range of girls and women in our sport. Well, that sounds like... Um something is very sustainable um, and it's it's interesting to hear that Tennis Canada has backed it I think they've been fairly strong in their you know in talking about women in tennis and, and trying to you know break the glass ceiling here and there so I'm glad to hear about that um, and then you mentioned British Columbia so Tennis BC I guess was where you sort of did the, the first one and is it is it finished now or is it still going yeah that one's still ongoing again we uh, we're very lucky that they took a chance on us when we kind of all of this was ideas we had. I mean, we had some experience in the past running smaller programs, but to be able to take all those ideas and put them into action. Uh, so we did, again, launch um, last October, and we this one was kind of a longer program we had that was expanding over the, the almost a year and a half, so it's going until December of this year. So we've had a, a chance to work with 15 girls from, um, no, sorry, from British Columbia, and um, just seeing their growth over that time, being able to really develop what, um, what work 
works with them and what they enjoy learning and kind of building this program more and more and it's just been such a success to see you know the impact that it can have with them and we've just been learning from each other and it's been uh, been a great experience. So Nikki since you and Rachel started Inspire Through Sport what are some of the results you've seen in terms of the goals you've set for your company? Great question. So our main goals, um, I'll kind of say them and then what we've done in that respect. So to increase the retention rate of teenage girls in tennis, we're simply doing that with our mentorship program, really targeting those girls age 14 to 17 uh, and showing them that tennis can be the thing that they spend their extra time doing and showing them all of the opportunities and pathways that you get from that and overall just making it way more fun for them to to stay in. Um, also increasing the number of female coaches in tennis. So we have that in our mentorship program as well and with our uh, partnership with Passages is getting tons of coaches certified. So um, since we have started our program, we've had 53 participants engaged with our programs and companies, and um, we've had 25 female coaches certified with some more on the way. And also we want to provide young women with opportunities to allow them to thrive in leadership positions. So as we expand, uh, we definitely aren't going to take everything for ourselves. We want to give opportunity to other great female coaches that uh, are around Canada and working so hard to get to these positions. We want to give them chances to lead and take on initiatives themselves. Well, you know, what struck me and, and strikes me with what you've been talking about over the last few minutes is that you're, you're sort of saying to women and girls, tennis can be good for you, but it also it struck me that those people that will come through that system can be good for tennis because I think there are some old stereotypes that still do exist. As I said off the top, I do think it's quite an in inclusive sport for women, but it's not there yet. But I think bringing on these and giving confidence to these uh, women and girls to say, I can be that person that can maybe change this or change that, I think it's a really important uh, thing that you're doing for this, not, you know, not only for women and girls, but for the sport itself. So I applaud you on that. So Rachel, how do these girls register for the Inspire Mentorship Program that begins in October? The way to register is you're going to go to our website, inspirethroughsport.com, and we will have uh, kind of a program page that links to the Tennis Professionals Association website where you can register directly for the course and program that is 10 months from October until the end of June. Um, you'll also be able to find the news through the uh, OTA website, and uh, we're just, we can't wait to get started. We hope to see you there, and uh, we just are really excited for the year to come. We look forward to catching up with you again when your next project is over. But <laughs> thanks so much again for the time today. Uh, we really appreciate it. We wish you the best of luck. Thank, Thank you. you so thanks much for having us. We appreciate the opportunity.